Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Creative Locker. This is episode one with my guest, Andy Hamilton. Andy, thank you so much for being on my show, man. This is going to be the very first episode of a series that I want to try and shoot for once a week called The Creative Locker, where I will have uh, friends, other creators, photographers, people who are just into football, music photographers, wedding photographers, and all kinds of friends uh, come onto the podcast and have a conversation with me. So we really hope you guys enjoy this. And Andy, I can't thank you again for being on the show, man. You are my coworker in LCC for the NFL. And man, this season, being able to work with you, unbelievable dude what a dream come true this year yeah thank you you know it's great to um it's great to talk to creative people i really enjoy you know picking other people's brains um and then obviously i've been in lcc now for um this is my fourth season um so i meet a lot of creative people have worked with a lot of creative people but aaron i gotta say you know working with you has been a lot of fun um you're a really exciting dude and you always bring a lot of energy um, to game days, which uh, at nine in the morning um, when you're going to work for the next eight hours is super helpful. Bro, I uh, thank, thank you so much, bro. I've had a few people tell me um, over the years, I have a lot of energy. I am a very hyper guy. I think it's really just a matter of being excited, man. This is my, this is one of my dreams. And I've always been the type of guy that, you know, gave everything to follow his dreams and fo- football shooting the NFL is hundred percent a dream. Just honestly, three years ago, dude, I never even thought that I would be shooting the Jaguars, even though I've been a diehard fan, Duval till I die from the beginning. Uh, and I just, you know, I always wanted to shoot football, man. And I, I never had an opportunity to follow that dream. And it happened so quick. And here we are, man. Here we are. And I work with you. And yeah, you told me uh, from the beginning that, you know, I would love this job. And uh, I do, man, it's opened up so much more opportunity. And I feel like I'm really able to, you know, go out there and, and, and give every aspect of what I want to do and create for the NFL and just for, you know, sports in general and show what I'm made of. And I've already learned so much from you, man. I've already learned so much from you every weekend, or I should say every other every home game, essentially. I'm excited to learn something new from you, man. So I uh, appreciate you and all uh, everything you've done for me so far. Is it cool if I ask you a couple questions? Uh, let's let's get to know you a little bit. And uh, anyone who tunes in and watches this video, I want them to get to know you a little bit. So is it cool if we ask you, if I interview you a little bit? Please, the only other skill I have is uh, is juggling. So answering questions is probably better than that. <laughs> Uh, the NFL, man, honestly, we're going to work our way backwards. Uh, the NFL, where you are now shooting the Jaguars. And I don't think I've ever asked you if you've been to any other NFL games and shot any other teams besides the Jags, but how did you get to the NFL pretty much like just, you know, not too, too, you know, you don't have to go too deep, but in a short answer for, for any viewers, how did you get to the NFL? Uh, and also you know, do, do you like shooting the NFL most out of, of the, all the sports that you do? Do you enjoy it the most? Yeah, great, great questions. Um, so I started uh, my creative journey probably 2016, 2017 when I was in college. Um, I went to Ohio University um, in Athens, Ohio, um, and I worked a little bit there with their ESPN3 project, um, which handles men's basketball, volleyball, women's basketball, Um, as well as wrestling and some other sports in the Convocation Center. So did a lot of TV broadcasting work um, in terms of camera and sound and production truck. Um, From there, I got- So you've really done a lot. You've learned a lot of production with lights and all kinds of different 
gear yes, and stuff, huh? Yes and no. I think a lot of it was, um, you know, they would teach you an aspect, and then once you learned it, they would move you on to a different aspect of broadcast. It was really a okay. lot of dipping okay. your toe. Cool. You know, it's a class, right? So you're dipping sure, your sure. toe, you're learning a little bit, but you're not necessarily mastering uh, any of the different things. So did that for a year and a half, I think, maybe two. Um, and then I worked with um, some of the leaders in that class, the, the professors, if you will. Um, they had some openings on football game days to work some of the down cameras um, for the in-stadium boards. Um, so I worked those, which is, you know, a lot of similar things to what we're doing today, right? Where we're tracking the ball, um, we're trying to get our best shot of the play. Um, the right, only difference, right. you know, the only difference with that is that it was used pretty much immediately right on the screen and then never saw again. Um, I'd love yeah, to see some yeah. of those clips, but but I don't those, think I have access those to quick, them. Those quick throw shots, those quick throwaway shots, just like airs it, gone forever. Like yeah. never saw it again. Like <laughs> you can't, not even something you can find on YouTube or right. unless someone was like probably recording on their phone in the moment when it happened, that was it, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah, so I did that for um, my last kind of senior year of college. Um, from yeah. there, I started looking for jobs. Um, I have a degree in communications with a focus, um, a certificate in social media. Um, dude, so was, that's awesome. Was, that is awesome, bro. I did not know that you. about you. That's super cool, dude. So I was looking for um, an opportunity to kind of work in social media. Um, I cast a really wide net when it came to looking for jobs. Um, I probably applied for like okay. over 200. Um, a okay. lot of which were not even in sports or, um, you know, creative more so in, you know, social media. So, you know, I applied yeah. for like running social media for like hospitals yeah. and stuff like that. Right. And, and got, yeah. you know, got Dude, you're some super of smart. You're super Thank smart, you. bro. Like ever um, since like, ever since I met you, I could tell that you were just a really, really you know, intellectual, smart dude. And I didn't know how long you had been in like photography, videography, but I could tell right off the rip that you really, really knew what you were doing. And Thank you, you. You definitely have a, oh yeah. And you have an eye for it all too. Like you really, really do. So yeah, man. I mean, to see you in the NFL, uh, you, you know, that's awesome. You're, you're, you're where you want to be, you know? Yeah. So I got hired on with um, a company called Learfield. Um, at the time we were IMG um, basically when I was going through the application process, this was kind of one of my dream jobs um, when I saw it come across, which was basically working in social, but also working with sports. Um, so basically what Learfield does is they put a uh, content creator at the university that we're at, um, and we will create content with the partners of the, the team. So for example, the Gators who I work with now, they have partners like Pepsi. So I do all of the social media content on the Gators pages for those partners. Um, so I did Man, that at the insane. University of Connecticut for a year in 2018. Um, and then they asked if I wanted to, um, you know, move, if not be, you know, kind of moved up to the University of Florida, um, which is a, a SEC school. So um, made the move down here to oh, Gainesville yeah. and in doing so um, applied for the NFL LCC program, which at the time uh, was very young, very new, very fresh. Um, and not a lot yeah. of people were available in the um, right. the Jacksonville market, if you will, that applied. Right. Um, so really, you know, kind of sent them my reel, some of my work from the University of Connecticut. Um, right, right. And from there, you know, got the gig, um, did preseason. Um, and I, I, I say it all the time, Aaron, you've heard it a million times, but um, they haven't been able to get rid of me since. Um, I just keep showing up. Man, you're in your fourth is it fourth season, right? Fourth or fifth? Fourth, like fourth full season, on, fourth or yep. fifth. This is fourth, fourth season. Year. Yeah, and dude, you catch every shot. You, get, you almost catch every shot. You never miss a shot. <laughs> no, I mean, what's, 
it's crazy. Like the big leagues does does now. So like playing off the Gators a little bit, you work for the Gators as well. You shoot now. You shoot. Do you shoot practices with the Gators too? This will just go right into my next question: Was how you got involved working with the Florida Gators? Because I wanted to start with the NFL and then work down to the Gators. The LCC job with the Gators now is that, or sorry, the LCC job with the NFL is that similar to the same exact thing you do with the Gators, or do you have other kind of responsibilities with the Gators on game day? Because I see a lot of stuff being posted, and also off of that question, I was going to ask you if the environment of an insane college like the Florida Gators, if that's, does it feel any more epic being that moment with all the cell phone lights in the air and all that craziness versus an NFL game? Like, do, do either of these moments feel bigger than each other? Or even though it's college, it kind of feels, you know, about that same like epicness to you. What do you think? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of similarities to what we do on Sundays to, um, you know, what you see on a college game day on Saturday. I think for me, um, I do a lot. We do We have a lot of posts that'll go out on a Saturday game day. So my priority is getting those done, right? Like, um, for example, one of which is like, we do a tailgater of the game. So I have to go out into tailgates, take some photos and then award, you know, kind of one tailgate in Gainesville as like the tailgate of the game. Dude, right? tailgating in Gainesville, dude, do you run into some crazy kids? Like, are you, are you actually just running around all these crazy kids? Like with a camera in hand, just straight creating content, like of all these kids pretty much just like partying. Like just going um, nuts for football. It, it can be. Um, the interesting thing about Gainesville is the immediate area around the stadium um, does not get as crazy as you'd think. It's more spread okay. out. And, and the difference, you know, for us is really the amount of time we have, right? My first couple years, I had a ton of time. So I would, you know, walk as far, you know, as I wanted to, which, which could get back by kickoff. These years, I have a, a few more responsibilities on a game day. So, um, you know, I kind of get to some of the closest bunches of tailgates, um, you know, award the winner and then get back to, to some of the other stuff, which is the, similar, yeah. you know, to what we do on Sunday where we're covering, you right. know, players arriving, um, you know, the yep. game, the yep. game atmosphere. Um, so it's different, but, but also, you know, there are similarities. And at the end of the day, I think, you know, shooting content, um, you know, it, it can be very similar and very different, um, but at the same time, you're still holding the same camera, right? You have the same lenses sure. um, and all that. Sure, so sure. I think, you know, the game day atmosphere in Gainesville is, is certainly um, one, of its, one of its own. You know, I don't think there's really yeah. a lot of schools that compare, um, especially outside of the SEC. I don't think there's many schools that compare. So it's super cool to kind of witness and be a part of that. But I think, um, you yeah. know, when it comes to that or the Jaguars games, um, it depends on the moment, right? I think the Gators, right, you know, does. against Utah yeah. this year had a very, um, you know, it was one play that won the game, right? So it was very yeah. similar to what you and I saw on Sunday yesterday. where, um, yes. yeah, 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 where, um, <laughs> don't know when this is coming out, but totally yesterday, totally Sunday, who knows? I don't know. Right. It, you know, yeah. really, no, they, yeah. they had the one play in overtime that won the game. Right. You know, we stormed the field. In that case, yeah. it was the the second after he crossed the goal line um, at the Utah sure. game. There was one or two plays in between, right. but you know, you, you plays, kind yeah. of you kind of take a collective breath after the game's over. Uh, you look yeah. to you know, I look to you, and and some people look to other people, and, and it's just kind of like a what the heck just happened, um, because you know the play happens, and boom, for the next 20 minutes you're yeah. collecting content. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think in that 20 minute span, I probably had 35 clips on my phone. Um, oh my and then it's over, so right? Much. The field empties out and there's so no one, much. there's no one around and the game, you know, it's all yeah. done. So you have yeah. a short so window saying, of time. Yeah. What you're saying is 
you know, whether you're shooting an NFL game or a college game or probably just a lot of, you know, different aspects of being a creator, the moment is what makes it extra special. The moment, the moment in anything really, but when it comes to football, whether you're college or NFL, the play status, the crowd going nuts, the actual moment of, and dude, I felt it yesterday. I have to think yesterday or uh, this past Sunday, depending on when this video comes out. Listen, I felt it, bro. The Cowboys versus Jaguars in overtime. That was probably the biggest moment. Uh, I mean, earlier this season, we had a big comeback win too, uh, it, but it wasn't, it just did not feel the same as, well, it's as the, it's the, the Cowboys win in overtime. It's the story. I think that's the thing that, um, yeah. you know, when, when I first got into creative, it was just, oh, I got these clips of the game, right? And now it's, you know, yeah. which players are making an impact? What in the moment is yep. important? And for, for that game yesterday, right? I mean, we talked about it before the game, right? We set the scene of, hey, if we w if the Jags win this game, right, over the next four weeks, like, they have the opportunity to take yep. the, the South, if you will, the, and make yep, the playoffs, the division, right? Yep. But the yep. Dallas Cowboys were, were a big really part nice. of that, a big yeah, part of that. Yeah. So to get that yeah. game to overtime after the way it started, right, and then to win that was really, you know, yeah. this culmination of – energy and excitement right whereas like had yeah, you yeah. had you made the exact same play um you know last year in the last game of the year when we were already out of it you know it's a big play but it's, it's not, not the, the it's, same it's not energy the same. yeah and which which you know it's funny that you mentioned that though because the last game last season we did have a big game we beat the colts and took them out of the playoffs now it was kind of a moral huge victory for us and you know man the fact that the jaguars are still in like right now we control our own destiny because of everything that's happened is absolutely crazy and bro we could talk about football we really could but you know uh man i'm enjoying learning about you i feel like i've already learned so much about you that i didn't know just from just from so far in this conversation we're only 17 minutes in so far dude this is this is so great man again i appreciate you doing it so let's backtrack a little bit let's backtrack uh back to the nfl a little bit uh, have you been to any? Have you been to any other games? Have you been as a fan or a creator? Have you ever been to any other games other, other than a Jaguars game? You did mention that you are a Cincinnati Bengal fan. Yeah, you've been to Bengal games. You've been to Bengal oh. games. I'm assuming. Yeah, I try to get to one Bengals game a year at least. This year, I think I might fall okay. short of that goal. Um, ticket prices no. for the Bengals have soared. Um, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, but like you know, their stats soared. Yeah, yeah. Like last, their stats. It was funny. Last year I went to the Thursday night Jags Bengals game um, because the other thing, as you know, with the NFL is that um, you know when you work uh, half or or a third of the Sundays where a home game is happening for the Jaguars, it means that you can't make a home game um, where the right, you know for right. someone else. For example, Bengals played the Bucks last week. If the Jags right. didn't have a game, I would have at least looked at tickets, right? Dude, but because the Jags absolutely. had a game, right down there, not table, even yeah. worth looking, right? So, right, exactly. Been to Paul, or uh, it used to be Paul Brown Stadium, now Paycor Stadium. Got to shout out the sponsors. Uh, they, I've been there plenty of times. Shout out. Um, been to Hard Rock once, shot a game um, for the Dolphins. Oh, so oh um, man. So speaking of that, right? Yeah. Since you said that, I mentioned to you uh, after the game just recently that I got asked to go to a game yeah. this weekend, which we're filming this before Christmas. And this Christmas on Sunday, I'm attending the Green Bay Packers at the Miami Dolphins. And this will be my first time for uh, shooting hard rock. So please give me any, if you had one biggest piece of advice when it comes to this, that stadium, whether it be the shade or the sun side or anything about it, yeah. what would it be, bro? What, what could you, what kind of piece of advice could you give me to help me, 
this this weekend, dude. I would love to hear it. I think you know, for me with that stadium, I think it, it's so it's such a beautiful stadium. It's wide open, the the roof. Yeah. Um, the it sun really the sun in that stadium is super unique, right? Um, the Dolphins take the shady side of the stadium. They force the right. um, the the Packers. It'll be to be on the sunny side, right? I think, yeah. you know, the important part for you is like Aaron Rodgers is going to be there right on Christmas, right? Like when are you ever going to be right. in that moment again? Because um, he's an and NFC you never know team. what's going to happen. He's yeah, an NFC team. You never know what's going to so happen like, with him too. He, he's, yeah. not, he's not going to play in that stadium every year, right? And then, you know, right. well, let me, let me take a step back. He's not going to play the Dolphins even every year. So not only is he playing might the not, Dolphins, but it's in, play again. it's in Miami over being in Green Bay, right? right? So take right. advantage of that moment, right? Get a lot of Packers yeah. stuff. Um, and then... Absolutely. And who, who knows how much longer he'll even be a Packer. Well, and, and the Get other more thing... more photos of the legend in the Packers. You never know what's, what's going to happen next year with him. You never know, so... Yeah, and I, Take a lot I would of say a rod, duly noted. Yeah, and I would say enjoy the the stadium, right? Because you just don't know when you'll be yeah. back, right? Thank, thank you for that advice. I'm definitely gonna pay attention to Aaron Rodgers. I hope to get um, some really really good. I want to focus more on sideline reactions, bro. Uh, yesterday, or, or whichever day the Cowboys Jaguars game on, depending on when this video comes out. Um, I was really zooming in on the sideline. I was trying to. I was trying to. I found one clip uh, that I uploaded to, to, to um, you know, that I I had one clip where it was I was fo focusing on Dougie P, just trying to get his reaction, and he ended up just turning around and walking away and not giving any reaction to what was going on. He just like turned around. I was like, dang, I got to move on. But I'm trying. I really want to try and focus in. I did get some. Uh, cool photos on the of sideline players yesterday reacting, which was cool. And then, man, running out at the end of the game, that was that was unbelievable, dude. Like I don't even, you know, I was so lost in the moment being a fan, Andy, that like I just knew that I had to hit the record button. <laughs> just just make sure you hit the record button, uh, and just I just figured I was gonna do what I always do, which is chase chase Trevor, chase Trevor Lawrence, and that's what I did. I chased him for three and a half minutes straight. And we were, and we were watching it afterwards. And you made me feel a lot better about my day, man, because I wasn't, I, you know, I have a lot of room to grow, and I'm still learning. And you know, yesterday, so, some stuff I was really stoked on, and some stuff I was like, dang, I missed that moment. And you're like, dude, you, you pretty much, in other words, said, don't, you know, keep your head up because, you know, you, you killed it right here at the end. You know, you got all these great moments right here at the end with Trevor, and 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 that's what you should focus on, and you know do better next game you know or well, and I, and, I think you it's know, important. you always have those words of wisdom for me well I, I think it's important to um you know take a moment and like you know you and I like are working on the NFL level right but there's a lot of people who will watch this who aspire to get there or or you know maybe they don't aspire to get there but they can want to continually get better or maybe like they literally picked up a camera yesterday and somehow found your video sure. right and they want to sure, get sure. better and I think the important part that like I want to mention is like in that moment, like you captured something, right? Which is a part of that all overall story. And for me, like, it's also important to note that like, you're not gonna get every shot, right? Like I didn't get every shot. Like yesterday I shot out of my mind or the other day I shot out of my mind. Dude, you're, um, whichever day it was that we I had like, Listen, you were on fire. You were had, absolutely on fire. I had every touchdown and like, if it wasn't coming my way, still had a decent shot. But like yep, the thing yep. that I think is important to like put out in the world is like, I still, I missed the pick six. 
right? Like you can shoot everything. We both did. We both did. Well, but 100%. I totally. But I totally hear me it. out. I think. But we, we didn't think it was going to happen though. In eight seconds, like how would either of us ever know? Well, it's important. That Rashawn Jenkins was going to take it back on the last play. That it. How did we know? I thought they were going to kick a field goal. I thought we were one play away from kicking a field goal. The Cowboys. How do you anticipate that? I've talked about anticipation too in a previous little video that I put out and. I missed the anticipation yesterday. Like I'm always trying to, anti and I say that, and if you can anticipate, you really are gonna get the best shots if you can anticipate it. But I think wisdom, you have it, bro. You have a lot of wisdom because you've you've been doing it a little while. You've done you've done so many games every season that even though you missed the pick six, you know we both missed the pick six yesterday. That was unbelievable. That'll be like a history. Like that was that was nuts. But like I pay attention to like. You know, we'll shout out the the goat Logan Boyles, uh, Bulls. I don't know how to correctly say his last name, but he is you know the, one of the greatest of all time. And I pay attention to where he moves and how he moves around the game. And like when he, I see him dashing down the sideline at like a random moment that I wouldn't, I wasn't dashing down the sideline. And yesterday I stopped and I said, yeah, I'm just gonna follow him because he knows he like the anticipation and the wisdom. Of course, he's been doing it probably like 20 years. I don't know, like, but you know the anticipation of, of the game is important. And, uh, you know, I'm learning, I'm learning. And you, you know, you, you have a lot of that wisdom, man. You're, yeah, you're really and so, great at what you do, buddy. You know, I, th I think, thank you. And I think, you know, the other important part is like to, for the younger, you know, newer kind of creatives that are maybe paying attention is like, you know, you're not going to get every shot, but that doesn't mean you can't have a great shot, right? Like your, right. your trip of, or your clip of Trevor, like, was it the pick six? No, but like, it was a shot that, collectively added to the story because like um the other thing which i think is so important is like never are you the only one shooting a football game right like someone else yeah, is going to have the dude. shot and nine times out of ten yeah. once you get to this level like there's five or six people for each team shooting the game right? there is. so like yeah i noticed if, i thought about it too i thought like that. I a good like, example you know, is like if i miss it, it yeah. if i miss it i don't stress because you may have it or cam may have it or someone else yeah. down the line may have it someone has um, it it's definitely ended up on the on the social media somewhere like someone got it the right. TV got it. Somebody right. got it. Like 100%. But but still, you know, collecting a clip is important, right? So like you saying, right. dang, that pick six is on the other side of the field. I don't have that, but I can get Trevor's reaction and following him around. I think that's something that like I continually try and work on that like at any level is yeah. important to kind of like keep yeah. in mind is like you may not be able to get the one shot that's like super valuable, but that doesn't mean you can't get a shot that is valuable. Right. Dude, and I value your opinion so much, dude. I really value your opinion a lot. Let's let's talk about a couple other things, man. So let's talk about let's talk about. I have one last question, and we can just freestyle and have fun with the rest of this video, uh, but or the rest of this conversation that we're having. But I wanted to ask you, what was the first camera that you picked up, and was it what? When did you actually start? developing like how old were you when you started developing a passion for photography and videography like just the whole content creating but through like a sony or a canon or a dsl or a camera just like an actual camera when when did that start for you yeah that's that's a fun one um my mom used to do a ton of photography um and i used to play a bunch of sports right so my mom used to take photos of me playing sports um, and, and you know I love my mom but she um, she was not a sports photographer she was very good at um, portraits and stuff like that so um, you know I would say hey can you get photos of me playing soccer or football or whatever um, and a lot of them would be in me the just, family 
It, a lot of it in would be family. me standing around or me running towards a play that like you missed the whole play, but I'm running towards it or whatever, which is fine. Um, but it always kind of left me a little frustrated, you know, oh, you don't have me catching the ball, you have me running towards it or after the catch. Um, so I, I guess that was, you know, part of it. And then, uh, you know, I, I first kind of got into video and stuff when I was a kid. I, I YouTube kind of rose along with me. Um, and so, you know, I, I've always kind of been passionate about making videos, just trying to find the lane that I kind of like fit in. Okay. Um, and I've always so been a had, sports- You've had that passion since you were a little boy. You've um, had passion for shooting since you were a boy. To an extent, I think, you know, I was very passionate about sports. I was very excited about, okay. you know, making videos and kind of pr producing them on a large scale. Um, and yeah. then, you know, the ability to combine those two ideas, combine them, um, I think was super unique and, and kind of, you know, something that united a couple of my passions into one. Um, so, yeah. you know, I'm super kind of lucky to be where I'm at because, um, you know, when you look at kind of my path, it's less of a straight line and more of a, you know, a roller coaster and rocky kind of weave of just stuff yeah. that interests me um, until sure, I kind of sure. got to where I am today. Dude, your your mom was a photographer, dude. That is sick, dude. <laughs> so what is your all right interview mom interview question now? What kind of camera did your mom shoot on? Do you remember? I I don't. I, I believe she was like Nikon, which is like I mean that probably okay. tells you. Why everything are all moms Nikon shooter? Why do I feel like all moms are Nikon shooters? Does anybody else feel like all moms are Nikon shooters? Like every mom I've ever met who was a photographer was shooting on a yeah. Nikon. Yeah. Well, and I think they're promote. They're clearly promoting to moms. Well, I think a good thing to note, you know, kind of about that is like at that level and like at the level that I started at, and a lot of you know people who may watch this are starting at is like the camera is less important than like what you do with it, right? And like, we're oh at the level gosh. now. You just said the the most, that's literally the best piece of advice. You hear that? That's the best piece of advice, guys, that anyone could ever get from a creator. Man, I love that. Well, no, well and, and I think the that. other thing is that. like, you and I are at the level now where like the camera does matter, right? Cause we're, we're looking at like very small things that's like, oh, I like this better than that. I prefer this better than yeah. that. But, but like, it's personal I, preference. We right. all know and it's when, personal preference. When you know? I was first starting, it was like, oh, I need a camera that works, right? And I need to know how to work it. And then other than that, yeah. I was like, oh, cool, it works. I know how to take pictures. Let me run over here, right, and take some pictures. So sidebar question, how old were you when you started shooting? How many years, like just give me a random number. How many years have you been shooting with a camera? I mean, shooting is a very loose term. <laughs> I mean, sure, I probably sure. picked up my how first- How old were you when you picked up a camera? probably time. like eight or nine and it was like one of those wow, small like young. little it was a little small point and shoot and like you know I, I would record my friends doing like basketball shots and dumb stuff like it, it that's sick, I had man. one of those that's um sick. I don't know if you ever remember the black like flip cameras where like the USB was built into the of camera I remember flip cameras uh, that I'm was like four I'm 34 that, I remember ton, all the flip cameras everywhere. I got a flip camera and I was like oh I'm big time now that was like a big <laughs> moment for me. Cause I was like, oh, now I can just like plug it into the computer and go. Cause at that right, point I didn't, right. I didn't really know how to get the digital like video to the computer very well. So the USB being built in was like the next level. Right, right. Dang, that's young dude, that's young. I started shooting in the end of 2016. So I'm on uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 22. I'm going on six years or seven years, six or seven years. Uh, I lost track, I don't know. But that's but what's I, up I, dude. I that's think that's impo it's important to like, you know, acknowledge that like, you know, it doesn't take 
super long period of time to like master your craft. And then the other like piece of that is like, you don't have to be doing this your whole life, right? Yeah. Or, you know, you, 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 I think the other thing that like people do all the time, and, and I'm gonna get on a soapbox for a little bit, but like, I think, you know, people all the time are like, oh, I'm, I'm too old to start something new or I'm too young yeah. to really like step up to the full level. Like there's a ton of kids on Instagram who are like, college kids, you know, freshmen or or even like younger that I've seen that have been like super right, right. creative, doing really cool stuff. Um, and then like to the same token, like, you know, we all have like, or a lot of us are gonna have a long time on this earth. And like, it doesn't, like you mastered this, you're at the NFL level in what, five, six years? Like, it doesn't take Well, I mean, that's from the beginning of my photography journey. I right. just started shooting sports in the COVID year, actually. 2020 is when I, I lost but my full-time content creator job. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, though. You're right. I mean, it really just, based off of what you were saying a second ago, you know, it really just depends on how serious you want to take it. Because I have right. friends that have been shooting kind of for five plus years that haven't evolved at all because they don't want to learn. They don't want to take it seriously. It's kind of just a side hobby that they're willing to, they don't want to, they don't, they don't actually believe I mean, it's about belief, man. I truly, my wife and I together believed that we could make a full-time career out of content creating. And, you know, and I am fortunate enough that I, and, and getting through the door, stepping through the door from regular job to actually owning your own business and being a full-time content creator, like literally paying your bills from, you know, creating content in any form, you know, video, photo, you know, digital, whatever. Uh, it's really hard to get to that door. And I think a lot of people shoot for a long time and they love it. And getting through the door to making it a full-time career is probably one of the hardest things about being a content creator. But like you said, you know, if you take it seriously, you can get there. You can make it happen. Like I literally looked at sports and football in early 2020 when I lost my uh, traveling touring career as a content creator. I looked at football and sports and said, I want to shoot this. I want to do this. Maybe one day I can shoot the Jaguars, my favorite team. Like, what are my, what are my steps to get there and do this? And, you know, I found out what they were and I took those steps and, you know, I, it was nonstop. And again, going to do things for free and just learning and getting better and watching YouTube videos on it in the past couple of years, it was watching YouTube videos on, you know, sports stuff and gear stuff related to sports. But before then it was five straight years of Peter McKinnon and shout out Peter, shout out Peter, uh, you know, just tons of YouTube videos of just learning how to be a better photographer and learning Lightroom and Premiere and all these things that make you better. But, you know, from day one, I knew this is what I wanted to do with my life and I wanted to make it a full-time career. And you know, sports, I don't know if sports will ever be a full-time career for me, but I'm more than grateful that it is a side hustle, hobby, whatever you want to call it. For me, it's just getting to do something that I absolutely love and I'm getting paid a little bit on the side to do it. And I get to flex, right? I get to say I work for the NFL. We get to say we work for the NFL and it does, man, it's God's so good, dude. And I, I feel blessed to have this job and to have met you. And we met before I was in LCC. We met when I was just shooting for, uh, the 904 happy hour, shout out, shout out 904 happy hour. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, was your, uh, I guess we'll, we'll close in it here in a couple minutes. I just want to say like, what was your, uh, initial, you know, feeling when, when you joined the NFL, I don't know if you were shooting the Gators before that, but when you first got the job at the NFL, did you feel like me, buddy? Did you feel like you, I mean, this is the mountain and we just keep climbing and I just, I don't even know what could be next. I mean, just yeah, keep climbing. Uh, yeah, I think my first, you know, I, I work, as you know, they, they have you work a couple preseason games and those are, 
all right. The, the pace of the game is a lot faster than the college level, so I think that was kind of the first thing that struck me. But in the preseason, it was a lot of like, holy crap, how are, they, how are we uploading these clips so fast? Why, why do they need them so quick, right? And, and you get used to that over time. Um, and then, you know, my first regular season game, you'll remember this, was um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs come into Jacksonville. Um, and and the it was Nick Foles. Was, you know, say it, say it, bro. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hey, what happened? What happened? Yeah, it was uh, Nick Foles. He, he threw one touchdown pass and then was out for the rest, I mean, almost essentially the rest of the year. And Minshew came in and, and went to work. Um, and, but, Woo! you know, I, I think. Um, I'm a Minshew fan. Thank yeah, you. so my first baptism into the NFL was, um, you know, I was in the tunnel with Patrick Mahomes. I made mic'd up um, the first week oh, that I was sick. in NFL LCC. That's um, sick. You know, right place, right time. Uh, terrible shot looking back on it. But in the moment, I was like, holy crap, I hit record in the right moment or whatever. Um, sure. it, that was a sweltering game. It was like 120 degrees. Um, one touchdown came right at me, framed oh, it up. First game. Framed first it game, up. Patrick framed it up beautifully. Um, had it. Yeah had it and then um my camera overheated and didn't record it um so Whoa. you know that was that was you know part of it the first play Learning. um you know we Learning. were behind it waiting for sacks and stuff and Mahomes went nice. 80 something yards to um uh Sammy Watkins week one hero um, and so, you know, it was a lot of learning and it, a lot of, holy crap, you know, I'm in the NFL now, I gotta pay attention to this stuff. And that was Patrick Mahomes. And then obviously, you know, they go and win the Super Bowl that year. And it was like, wow, I was yeah. there for that game. Yeah. Um, and That's then from insane. there, you know, it's just been very, this is what I do now, right? And, um, you right. know, that's- Right, exactly. It's just it, part of who we are now. Like, this is well, what we and I think for I'm also- As long as we can, at least, for as long as we can. Well, I, I'm a big proponent of don't make the moment bigger than what you are. So at the end of the day, it's football, right? The field's the same length as a high school field. Um, yep. You know, the shots yep. are, are very similar, right? It, it just yep. moves a yep. lot faster. It's and that's where like, game. you know, I think it's, it's super bigger. cool. I think it's super cool for you, you know, that when you were getting started, because you did, you did some high school stuff, right? Endlessly, that's what I did. I just literally, that was, you know, the question was, man, how could I shoot a Jaguar game? And the first thing that popped in my wife and my head were, dude, you gotta shoot ice. You gotta start at high school. I mean, you gotta shoot you football. Do, you yeah, you gotta shoot. Yeah, you gotta shoot football first, bro. I mean, she used to tease me because I had a pretty, I had a great career in, in in music and doing what I was doing. I was very proud of who I became and uh, the the brand that I created for myself. But you know, starting at zero, starting at nothing, everything right. that I had done in my history didn't matter anymore. It didn't matter that I was on tour buses. It didn't matter that I created content on the road for months at a time. It didn't matter. None of the, the things that I did mattered anymore. It was, if you want to shoot football, you got to shoot football. You got to start shooting football. So I had no idea how to do that. And I'll tell a really short story that I've already told a hundred times, but you know, just a couple kids in that same moment, in the beginning of uh, 2020, that were just a couple kids throwing the football. I think they were probably like seven, 16 or 17. They look like high school students. And I was nervous. I didn't want to go talk to him and just, you know, being just afraid of approaching a couple kids, didn't want him to be like, what's up? What do you want? <laughs> or anything like that. Just like, Hey, what's up stranger danger? Like, so, you know, I just walked up and I was like, I took my camera with me and my wife just said, Hey, 
don't be afraid. Go talk to them. Go go pull up your Instagram. Go talk to them. Just just ask them if you can take some pictures of them. They'll they'll love it. And I did just that. You know, it was literally I could see them pl- throwing a football from the house that I was living in. And like I just I grabbed my camera and I walked up and I was just like, hey hey guys, I uh, I would was hoping I live right there. I was really hoping maybe I could take some pictures of you guys. They definitely look like high school players. They look like grown ass men, and they were literally killing it. They were two dudes, and they were just killing it. Uh, I learned later on they played for a high school, Baldwin, Baldwin High School. And I took some pictures of them, and I just said, thank you so much. Hey, if you guys want to come over to the garage, I'll take some portraits of you guys in front of the white wall. And I, that was my first time taking a shot of a football player, anybody even holding a football, like, ever. And I literally edited it to, like, look like stuff I'd seen online. And that was the first step, you know, and I just said, hey, can I come to a game? Can you guys ask your coach if I can come to a game? And I ended up going to one game and then another kid from Trinity High School who en- ended up actually being like a little brother to me now who I love more than probably probably any kid out there. Like this kid, his name is Ja'Cory Jordan, but you know, he hit me up and he played uh, football for Trinity High School. And I went and did the entire season. I just told these kids, if you can throw me like 10 bucks a person, maybe I'll make a hundred dollars. But if not, no worries. I also went out there multiple times, even recently, multiple times. It's not about money. I have a career. I want to, I want to show love to these kids. I want to learn football. I want to shoot football. And I just wanted to learn the environment. I wanted to learn what it was like to be around just, you know, on the turf and move around and, uh, just, you know, what kind of gear I had to use, what kind of cameras I was using. And you know, what's funny is I'm sure you know this bro, high school football is all, it's like mostly in the dark. Yeah. Friday night lights is, <laughs> that's what it means. The Friday night lights are on cause it's dark as hell. And that taught me a lot. And, uh, grateful i'm grateful that i had a lot of experience shooting in the dark uh previously so that was also kind of one of my my specialties was i was really good at editing night dark photos like just things shot in the dark you know dark concerts with crazy lights and all kinds of stuff so uh yeah and then you know that's it i'm I'm, i know i'm rabbit trailing on but like you know i put my mind to shooting football and i went to a bunch of high school games and you know even these high school kids said hey man don't even stress. You're, you're going to be shooting Jaguar games before you know it. Well, I, I think, you know, that's kind of my point, and, and I think it's so pertinent is, like, all the time I get asked, I don't know if you do, but I get asked all the time is, like, oh, how'd you get that NFL job? And a lot of times, Once a day, you know, at least once a day, and that's a, not a lot of times, sarcastic. Probably once a day I get that message right now. Um, for me, I asked, you know, hey, how do I apply for that job? But I always knew that I would need a um, portfolio, you know, a real um, you know, a resume perchance, um, you know, some, some info that I, Hey, I know how to do this. I'm not just applying because I want to do it. I know how to do it. And I think that's where like the disconnect is for a lot of people who ask the question is, Oh, how do I get in the NFL? And I'm like, all right, there's a couple things, right? First, you gotta be near an NFL city, right? If you live in Montana, I'm sorry. Like they're not flying you out. Dang, um, I didn't even realize that was the perfect first answer. Like, first of all, do you live near a football team? Second, <laughs> Holy crap. yeah, second is like, have you shot sports or, you know, do you have a camera? And then, you know, third is let me see your reel. Let me see if you know what you're doing, right? And I think a lot sure, of kids, sure. you know, if they can make it past that first step of do you live close to football, um, the second step is usually a hang up is like, oh, I've never shot football before. I just think it would be cool. And I think that's where for you, like getting out there and shooting, you know, at the high school level is so valuable because so many people can do that, right? Everyone has a high school, um, you know, I would say 98% of people have a high school and out of that 98% a good yeah. 70% yeah. have a football team. 
you and can I will shoot that, add in, right? And I'll add in, I'll add in to that. You know, you there, no, there's no rule book that says you have to shoot high school and then college and no, then the no. NFL. Like for instance, I've actually never been to a college football game in my life. Never as a fan, right. never as a shooter. I've told you previously how bad I would like to get to a Florida game. So just so I could get some Florida Gator helmets on my Instagram one day. Like I just <laughs> want some Gator photos one day, but you know, you don't have to go. There's no rule book on how to get there, or how to get it done. Like I shot high school and then, right. you know, I found a, I found a magazine. Well, my first way in was I messaged a bunch of magazine outlets that again, though, liked my work with the high school football that I had shot and also saw my collective portfolio of everything else and who I was and what I was about, you know, and finally after messaging, you know, a few, you know, uh, in 2020, after I shot a couple of high school games, I was like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna swing and see what happens, uh, you know, and, and just see what happens. And I, you know, I hit up a bunch of different, you know, Instagram outlets and it just so happened that uh, nine or four happy hours ran by Charles, uh, who is, uh, an amazing human being, one of the nicest guys, most professional guys I've ever known in Jacksonville. And it turns out that he, when he started out in photography over a decade ago, he was actually going to the concert places, uh, that I was performing at. So actually over 10 years, 10 years ago, he would just started 904 happy hour and he would go to all kinds of events around the city, just take photos and stuff. And there was a couple concerts that actually my, in my person, in my whole entire life previously, where I was in, in rock bands, I was playing some shows around Jacksonville and randomly 904 happy hour would, you know, hit up some pictures, you know? And, and so we were in the same place at the same time, a long time ago. And we bonded off, off of that. And we knew who each other were. And I said, Hey man, I just moved back to Jacksonville from Orlando and I've shot some high school football recently. And I, I, if you ever have an opening for a media pass to shoot the Jaguars, you don't even have to pay me, dude. I would just be so honored if I could, you know, go shoot the Jags even just one time. Just, I just, I'll do anything to just get the Jaguar logo. Like I just want to, I just want to see them, you know? And, uh, he just literally hit me with, Oh yeah, I go shoot all the time, but you could just go in my shoes. It's cool. I want to go as a fan. He was, he was ready to just go. He wasn't even, he had the pass, but he wasn't even sending shooters to every, if you know, he was just kind of doing it. And now of course they have tons of shooters coming to the right, game all right. the time. And that's it's a very that's big like, thing. And it's important to note is like our paths are not necessarily the only path or even like exactly. a, a, the path that yeah. like you as someone watching should take. You need to find your own. Cause like, you, you, you know, you, know. I, exactly. you say 904 happy hour, you say Charles, and now there's going to be eight kids that hit him up. But the point is oh, like, course. the of point course. is like, right. don't like there, the path is different for everyone. And, and in order to yeah. find yours, like you need that kind of hustle and not aggression, but like, um, passion to get to there, gotta but it's too. gotta be, you it's gotta, gotta be different. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta try, like if you're not messaging people around the city and asking, you're never gonna, how are you gonna hit a yes or yeah, we'll right. give you a shot or we'll give you a chance. How are you even gonna get there if you can't, if you're too, too, you know, scared or nervous to just get on social media and just, you know, DM as many people that, you know, dang, I was typing in, man, I messaged news stations. Like I was messaging everybody in 2020 to see if I get a credential to one Jaguar game. And, you know, once Charles gave me the green light and sent me to a game, I was hooked. He was totally happy with me going. And he said, Hey man, as long as you want to shoot the games, it's all yours. And I said, listen, you never have to pay me. I'll go to these games well, and I'll rock nine to four happy hour as hard as I can. And maybe, you know, it doesn't matter if it leads to anything, which of course it did lead to, you know, making friends and building relationships. And if it wasn't for shooting for a magazine outlet for free for two years, 
I wouldn't have built the relationships and connections with people to be able to, you know, be recommended for this job. Like I know you applied to be an LCC. I did not apply. You know, I, I was uh, DM'd when the opening, when it opened up a few different people DM me and said, Hey, you should try and apply for this and you, you should apply or, Hey, we can, you know, whatever, you know, see if you want to do it, we'll, you know, send an email out or something. And, and I am not, you know, in no way is that any kind of like, I'm so grateful and thankful for the people that did do that, you know, that, that went out, that believe in me to fill, uh, your longer friend than mine. I just met him a couple seasons ago, but to fill Duncan, Duncan Boone, yeah, Boone, who is an amazing content creator. Everything he puts out is smash worthy. Absolutely amazing. And he moved away and then that spot opened up and, you know, I've got message five times and, you know, I said, dude, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this. But you know, when other people, when you, when you work hard, it, people will notice, I guess is what I'm getting at, you know? Yeah. There's kind of like three pieces that I think are important. Like first is you have to find, you know, kind of your opportunity, right? Whether that's high school, college, NFL, you know, wherever, find your opportunity, um, capital, you know, um, do your part during the opportunity, right? Take the photos. Don't, don't screw it up, right? Own own that opportunity, and then three, capitalize off it, right? Like it. once once you get all those photos and and pieces of content, like post it, you know, try and use the right hashtags, try and make sure that more people see that content than yep. Um, yep. you know, and obviously follow guidelines. Like if you take photos and they say, hey, don't release them until you know Wednesday, don't don't post them on Tuesday, but. Um, you know, own that moment, capitalize off it. And that's how you get more opportunities. And I think, you know, if you, if you do those three things, then, you know, as a young creative, you're going to start getting more and more opportunities as time goes on. Yeah. And that'll put yeah. you in the position to take advantage of, of opportunities like the NFL LCC program, which obviously, you know, I said it before, I'll say it again, you know, they can't get rid of me because I just keep showing up. <laughs> well, they are not going to get rid of you because you're amazing at what you do. Bro. You're <laughs> absolutely amazing. So, We'll do one more thing before we close this uh, video and conversation, buddy. Uh, if you had one short, simple tip for any of these kids or adults or anyone of any age that does want to shoot professional sports photography, and I know we both get asked, um, I don't know about you, I get asked at least once a day. If you had one tip, you know, what I'm going to give one too but you go first. What would it be for anyone who uh, sticks around 50 minutes through this video if they watch this whole thing and listen to this? What would be one tip that you think would, uh, that you think needs to be heard? Ah, uh, yeah, I think, you know, utilize the social platforms and network is, is my biggest one is, you know, find like-minded creatives, fill your creative feeds with creative people. Um, you know, I try and follow back as many people as follow me as possible if I like what they're doing Dude. and they're putting in work. Um, because I, I think that. it's, you know, that networking is, is kind of how you grow and find opportunities. So for me, yep. you know, it's, it's post your work on social, follow people who post similar work or who you want to work um, with, for, or who inspire you. Um, you know, and then that those opportunities will kind of open themselves as you continue to be creative. So I think I gave like three tips there, but follow so I other think, creatives pushing, I think is the biggest. Yeah, you're pushing being inspired. You're pushing yeah. to be inspired by by content creators, and you're pushing social. You're pushing social media and use it to your advantage. That's what I'm hearing. Using social 100%. media to help get recognition and help. And it, put it's your name, free. Put your name it's, out there, which it's yeah, it's free marketing. I mean, right. of course. 
the analytics and, you know, all the things that go into social media, uh, you know, it's hard to get noticed. It really is. But that's some great advice, dude. That's great advice. Uh, if I, you know, had to give a tip to, you know, young creators, older creators, it doesn't matter how old you are. I get grown people, you know, that ask me for advice all the way down to kids fresh out of high school who want to pick up a camera. And, uh, this is something that I, uh, dealt with a long time ago. Um, not just in the music in the touring and the concert world where I'm originally from, but you know, also in the beginning of my football that, you know, I could tell you to learn your settings. I could tell you to learn photography. I could tell you to build relationships. I could tell you to do all these things, which hundreds of time, you know, which those tips have been given a hundred times. Uh, one thing I want to tell new upcoming creators or people who are trying to get into sports photography is don't ever get jealous of what you see, get inspired. Uh, instead of being jealous of what someone else does or what someone else creates or, um, how good someone's editing is or how, you know, the position that that person was able to get into, let it inspire you, let it fuel the fire to know that, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Like I come from absolutely nothing and I made something in my life because I tried harder than anyone that I've ever known in my lifetime. And I just want people to know that they don't have to be jealous of other people because being jealousy or sorry, having jealousy and being jealous isn't going to lead you to where you want to be. But if you are inspired and you want to get better and it pushes you to want to work harder and you it, it even may inspire just the way you edit or the way you shoot or the way you move around or any of that, you know, any of those aspects, just get inspired instead of, you know, being jealous. I wish we could make that into a, a hashtag, be inspired, not jealous. Uh, I think that that's something that a lot of young people, and I know that because I used to be part of that crowd. I used to be part of a crowd that got jealous and I was, and I was jealous, you know, of other people's work and how good they were, or maybe even what camera they had versus what I had. But, you know, taking it way back, it's not about what you have. It's about your, uh, the talent and passion and the eye for it that you have and how much you want to learn. And, you know, I've seen some of my favorite creators take a $500 camera and a $5,000 camera and take the same photo in the same lighting in the same conditions in the same settings with the same edit and their, uh, their friends can't tell which one it is. So it's, you know, it's possible to, to, you know, be inspired and follow your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> got what you got, what you got, you got anything else? That's the end of my rant. I wanted to get that one out though recently. No, I, I think it's important. And then the other thing I'd add is like, be happy for other creators. I think a lot of times, you know, um, I, I'm a big proponent of, of posting your work, but then also liking other people's work that you see that, you know, catches your eye or you find important. You know, I think oftentimes as creatives, you know, and I'm competitive, right? So like when someone gets a good shot, Same. I want to, I want to go out next time and get a better one, but that doesn't mean yeah. I, I, I don't, I, or, um, I want to get a better one, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not going to go back and, and give that person their roses. Right. Aaron. I mean, I think like Absolutely. for you, like it, it's, you know, the other day when we're talking about the game, like you get that shot of Trevor and I'm like, ah, dang, I wish I got the pick or something else. Right. But I'm, I'm going to acknowledge that like, Hey, you did a great job. And I think the two, um, a lot of times feel like they're separate, but they can be one in the same where it's like, Hey, I want to compete. I want to get better than you, but I'm happy that but you're doing such a great job. What you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And if you like, and, when you, when yeah. you say, Oh, I get to go to Miami, right? Like, 
Like, for example, I'm going home for Christmas and I, I'm not going to do an NFL game that weekend, right? But I'm happy right. that you get to go shoot one. Like, that's exciting for me, for you yeah. to go do that. It's not a, 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 a competition in that regard. It's like, oh, I'm right. excited for my friend to go do something. I'm excited for this person I follow, that they got a cool shot. Sure. Um, and sure. that, you know, inspire, like you said, inspires me to continue yeah. pushing for me. But that yeah. means I'm still yeah. happy for them. And I think those two things yeah. aren't mutually exclusive. They can be one and the same. Yeah. I think that those are the morals that we should all inspire to try to have, man. Like be happy for your friends or your fellow. For sure. You know, just, just humans out there in general, you know. Dude, what a great conversation. We're like literally just a couple minutes under an hour. This is, this is, I got chills just listening to this entire conversation. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back as a, as like a fan and just re-listen to this conversation. Dude, that... You know, that's some of the best advice, Andy. That's some of the best advice, man. I appreciate you giving all of this advice to anyone who uh, watches this video. I appreciate you dropping some knowledge. I feel like we could talk about football. You know, we should we should definitely do another one. I know I'm gonna have a bunch of other people and other guests come on, but Andy, Andrew, Drew, I would freaking love to have you back on uh, the Creative Locker, and I hope that you can come on again and we can have another hour-long conversation, dude. Yeah, for sure. We'd be happy to do it. And then I think, you know, the other thing that's important, I talked a little bit about networking and, and following creatives earlier. You know, if people like the conversation between us, I don't know about you, but I answer questions on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram all the time, DMs, um, you know, live And thank tweets. you for bringing um, that up. Thank you for bringing that up, bro. Like, yeah. yes, guys, you know, if anyone who watched this video, if you have anything you want to, you know, ask us, you know, DM, I'm going to link Andy's, all of Andy's links below. I'm going to link every, his Twitter handle and his Instagram and anything else that he wants me to link. I'm going to link in the YouTube <laughs> video below. Uh, and of course, all of our links will be below, but you know, uh, please comment, you know, hit us up, DM us. I know for a fact that I, and I know Andy does too. We both respond to everyone. I'm not above anybody. I want to talk to everyone. Uh, you, you know, I try to respond to every single message that I get, even if I can't respond in that moment, I'm going to come back to it, uh, when I get a chance to, and I, uh, some, uh, a gentleman and his son came up to me at the game, the Cowboys Jags recently, and it was on our way to the media room from, uh, the actual bowl. And they stopped me and it was just a dad and his son. And they told, they did tell me that they love my work and they followed me. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was send me a DM tonight, tomorrow, so I can follow you guys. You know, I really appreciate the compliment, yada, yada, but I made sure I tell them to DM me and remind me to follow and say hi, because I'm going to, Instagram numbers don't even matter. That none of that shit matters. Don't be intimidated by other, you know, people and their numbers on Instagram. It doesn't matter the amount of followers or likes that anyone gets. You know, I'm not above anyone. I'm super uh, grateful to be where I am in life. And, you know, personally, I'm not going to, you know, rabbit trail on God, but I do personally believe in God. My wife and I do. And I believe that I have, he gives me the ability to believe in myself and have the faith to get where I want to get in life. And I hope that everyone takes a piece of this video and I do appreciate everyone for watching this video and Andy, I appreciate you being on this video, dude, so much love, man. And, and going last, last thing, Jaguars Titans last game of the season coming up. Who's going to win? Who's going to, that's our last uh, of the game of the year. They're, they're on, you know, and I've been so, I'm so even with like how the games that aren't like Bengals games go that they're on such a good trajectory. And even with the Cowboys game, you know, they get down 14, nothing. And in my head, I'm going, oh, this is over. Like 
yeah. the Jags don't come back do. like that, and they they do, do. right? So it's well, like, they do now. You apparently, can, they do now. Well, if you can come back, if you can come back fourteen down to a team like Dallas, like there's not a lot down. of teams that there's not a lot of teams that yeah. you can't come back I, against. Honestly, the Bengals are the same way right dude, now. So it's insane, dude. I can't believe like in this past weekend we had the biggest comeback of all time with the Vikings, and we had two teams. Uh, come make a 17-point comeback, including the Jaguars. So it's all, it's if you had to predict, if you had to, if you had to predict a Titans-Jaguars final score, mine is going to be 28-24 to 24 Jaguars over the Titans to win the division and get a playoff game. What about you? Uh, it depends. Just I know, ta- know Tannehill Tannehill got a little hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be healthy by that time. Give me the Jaguars. I'm going to do 24-17. Okay. This is the first time that we're doing this, and uh, I, I can't <laughs> you also wait. also picked a the, game like three weeks in yeah, advance. We're, we still have the Jets to go Thursday night, and then we still have the I Texans know. to go play before we come home and play the last game. But, again, we're only talking about this game because it's the last home game that Andy and I will be it's working on necessarily. No, oh, yeah, not necessarily. Also, dude, we should do a off-season video. We should totally recircle this, like off-season, just do like a fun conversation talking about the whole season. Let's talk about some of our favorite moments, and let's even put some of our favorite shots on the screen for our viewers. You down? You down for that? Sure, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, bro. Well, thank you so much for being on the Creative Locker, and I can't wait to talk to you uh, again. And I will I'll actually see you in person probably soon. But thank you so much. And uh, do you wanna do you wanna say peace out to the viewers? Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me, man. I, I love giving back. That's kind of my my big thing for the community because I I kind of started from nowhere. So being able to give someone else kind of a launching point is always big for me. I love, like you said, responding to questions and stuff. So, um, you know, it was great being here. Um, if you enjoyed this, you know, feel free to follow me and Aaron on social and, and hit us up when you have questions. And, um, yep. you know, uh, I'm excited to do it again sometime. You're one of the best shooters I know in the game, dude. And I'm proud to work <laughs> with you, bro. Uh, I know I've said Thanks, it a few man. times. Guys, make sure you like, subscribe, comment below. Let us know your thoughts. Chime in. Let's talk about things. Hit us up. And I appreciate you guys watching. I'll see you in the next one.